from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Here on the show with Eric Smith, the head coach of the CNS North Stars girls basketball team, a team that every single year has relevancy. Every single year is that team that you you don't want to have to go up against and don't want to have to face. They have a lot of talent that have come through the years. Obviously, you know, Brianna Stewart. And, you know, from there, they had a group of players that had been together since, I believe, fifth grade that included my cousin Sammy and, you know, a group that moved forward and did a lot of great things. And now we look at a player like Imani Free and the countless others that have come through the program and the ones that are on the team right now doing some amazing things. So it's it's with absolute pleasure and gratitude that I have CNS back on the show and Eric Smith, their head coach. Eric, how you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, and Eric, first and foremost, I want to go to just the history of it all before we get into this Section 3 Class AA championship game between yourselves and the West Genesee Wildcats. Just what you could say about, you know, historically, you've been with this program for a while and talent just seems to be right there in your neck of the woods at CNS. Just, just what you could say about scouting the talent and finding the talent because CNS every single year brings something to the table that's pretty special. I've been a lucky guy to be into this position, to have great players come through the program. Uh, not only great players, but great people. Um, they want to work hard. They want to be great teammates. Uh, they want to, to achieve the goals that we set out. Uh, so I've been lucky to have uh, kids continuously come through. Um, we're very uh, hardworking and goal-oriented. Goal and when you when you look at this, I, I mean, just what you could say about historically how amazing this has been. I mean, we we can go any you know the the entire twenty first century. We could go anywhere and speak on different players that have come through that have moved on to go to SUNY Oswego, to Binghamton, to Rhode Island, to Syracuse University, to a bunch at OCC, St. Bonaventure, Ithaca, Lemoyne, and so on and so forth. And then obviously one one of the most recent going over to UConn with Brianna Stewart and what she's been able, what she was able to do there and now be a professional player. I mean, just what you could say about, about this talent, because it's not just good for CNS and good at the time at the high school level, but you know, from St. Lawrence to Lemoyne to Albany, St. John Fisher, Cornell, Queens and Mercyhurst and all the other schools that I had had named here before. And then some, you know, this Uh talent continues to, be effective at the next level and, and to do some pretty awesome things once they move forward. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. You know, Bree was one of those uh, beginning players, um, but there was some even before her. Morgan Nanden, who went to SU to play softball, Mary Beth Egan, uh, Nicole Dwyer. There's a lot of kids that started out my first couple of years that, that helped, um, I guess, invent the, the, the identity we have of the program now. And I've been lucky to have the kids that continue to come through to to realize what uh, the the alumni had started, um, what, what we prided ourselves on at CNS, and continued that tradition and, and understood how important it is to the alumni, uh, to the coaching staff, to the community, uh, to the school, um, and, and we're proud and honored to 
you know, take Cicerone or Syracuse just out of our area and, and into different parts in the country and, and kind of make it known. Bree was obviously a big part of that, but other kids have, have done great things as well, not only basketball, but they take it in lacrosse and, and softball and many other sports. And speaking here with Eric Smith, the head coach of the girls' basketball team for the CNS North Stars. Eric, just what you could say, you know, to go back to Bree and – and like you said, there's so many players that have been effective, and, and not just in the basketball realm, but going and playing other sports like softball as well as lacrosse and so on and so forth collegiately. Just, you know, when we go back to Bree, it's not that she had a phenomenal career at CNS and that was it. She moved on from CNS, did great work with CNS for your team, and went on to the UConn Huskies, Gino Ariema, and, and one of the greatest coaches that will ever live men's and women's basketball combined and what Gino was able to do what Bree was able to do four seasons with UConn four championships and now being able to play professionally just you know it, it, what you saw in her from the beginning and, and just going through this because slowly but surely and then quite rapidly people started to speak about Bree Stewart and what she can do and and how talented she was and then you know you look at UConn and just consecutive championships back to back to back to back and then getting able to play in the WNBA as well. Yeah, uh, it started a long time ago, it seems like now. Um, but when she first started playing for me, she was just a tall, uh, uh, lanky, somewhat awkward um, eighth-grade kid that could block shots, but her offensive game wasn't uh, wasn't anywhere near what it is now, um, but worked hard at it every single year. Uh, all the way through her entire career, she was not only uh, towards the end the best player, but she was the most improved player every year. Um, she worked really hard at, uh, at developing her game every year. She had a goal to work on certain parts of her game to get better and, and never settled for uh, being the best player. And you know, I'm, the, I'm the best. I don't really need to work hard. She knew there was bigger fish in the sea out there across the country. And um, ultimately, and still ultimately, she wants to achieve her highest level, you know, doesn't compare herself with other people, um, but wants to, to, to reach her potential. And, and I think every kid could learn from that. It's, it's, you don't have to put yourself up against other people. We all are our own individual persons and, and, and we want to try to get what's best out of ourselves uh, and whatever that is. Uh, if you can reach that potential, you've done a great thing. Um, so it's been cool. And, and, you know, as she got later on junior and senior year, uh, the, the, the sea was endless for you. Your potential was endless and you knew she hadn't reached it yet and was going to continue to grow and be better. And uh, her personality sets up for big stages. She doesn't get nervous. Uh, she, she relishes in that, wants to be part of that. So when you move on to UConn, she knew she was going to be challenged and that's why she went there and, and, and uh, had a, had a mission in mind to, to win four national championships. And uh, I'm sure uh, a lot of that was skill and there's a little luck involved in any of that stuff. Um, but she had some great teammates that I'm sure she'll give credit to. And uh, uh, now it's cool to see her playing in Seattle and, and over in China and continuing to grow her game. Yeah, and, you know, and when we look at the Seattle Storm and, and what she's been able to do there 2016, 17, and 17, 18, every game that she played in, she started in 67 career over two seasons. We're looking at about 20 points per game to go with about two blocks a game, a steal in a game, three assists per game, nine rebounds. So just about a double-double over her career with the Seattle Storm. And, you know, just how impressive it's been for you to, like you said, to see her come in as a lanky kid and try to, you know, get into her own and find her comfort zone and come up through CNS to go to UConn and, 
And then to look at two seasons in the WNBA, almost averaging, you know, 20 and 10, just what that means to you as, as a proud coach. Uh, it, it's neat to see, you know, as a coach, uh, that's, that's why we coach to see the kids move on. Um, whether it's a Brianna Stewart or anybody else that may not play basketball afterwards, but it ends up having a, a great career as a professional. Um, just, just whether it's a lawyer or a doctor or, uh, um, anything else a teacher whatever it may be uh but it was cool to it's still, still cool summertime comes and i know i can uh watch Bree play still you know i can stream a wnba game and and watch her play other people if she comes around connecticut new york area i try to always go down and catch a game or two and catch up with her and she's still the same humble great kid that she was back uh when she was in high school so it's it's neat you know i tell people i won the professional lottery being able to coach her so and I just was lucky to be in that position when she came through and had the opportunity to, to, to help her a little bit uh, on her journey. And I, I want to get to the upcoming game and this team in just a moment and kind of have this, you know, segue into it, Eric, is, you know, what did what did Bree do for the program? Because like like we've talked about, there's there's some pretty phenomenal people that have come through this. And like you said, either continue to play basketball or move on to another professional realm and and work to find success there. What did she do for your program and, and putting it on the map, expanding it out? Do you feel that, you know, after she had come through the ranks and as she continues to have success, that it's done, you know, something for you? Because obviously, you know, you look at districts and whatnot, and you have to live in a certain area to go to a certain school, but there are private schools where girls can go to, you know, in central and upstate New York. And so you battle against that as well. So did Bree kind of help you and still help you in a way win some of these battles? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure she inspired a lot of these kids uh, as they were watching her growing up in her driveway. And, you know, uh, they wanted to be bringing us to taking that last second shot. Uh, we had a lot more fans come to games and, and watch her. Um, so she definitely put it on the map. I think, you know, it was just kind of the perfect storm that we had brief for several years. And then it was, as you said, that group, including your cousin that came through who had played together since fifth grade and they kind of matched up pretty well. Um, so it was uh, a great group of players that came through that stretch, but also there was some other kids who, who I'm sure, um, idolized Bree and, and wanted to, to, to be that person on the varsity. Um, and you know be part of what brianna stewart started many many years ago and the kids before her as well you know it, it started before brie was there to, to the program turning around and but brie just kind of uh, uh put an exclamation point on on not only uh cns basketball but the attitude and, and um the the image that we wanted to have as a program absolutely and and, and when you look at you know moving forward here with cns and you look at this season itself you know, like like a lot of people know when they go back to Bree and, and what she did, but after that, and you brought up my cousin and, and the connection that that group had. I want to go to that next era, which eventually led us into the era we're in right now. And, you know, having a, a team with a bunch of players that had known each other for so long, played together for so long, came up the ranks together, and, and then they came on to your team. And so after Bree, you had a lot of success with, you know, you mentioned my, my cousin Samantha Tortora and, and the group that she had come in with as well. And just what you took away from that next era, because Bree is kind of like, you know, the spotlights are everywhere and, and everybody's focused in on that. But you had a lot of talent that came in after her as well. Oh, there's no doubt about it. You know, we had... Uh, the Roberts kids, Sam Roberts and Michaela Roberts. And Michaela, I say that uh, the two 
best kids I've coached. Um, one was the tallest and one was the shortest. Bree was the tallest and Michaela was the shortest. And, uh, you know, Michaela was, was and Sam both were are born leaders and, and were the leaders at the point. Um, Liz Miles came in and, and she just idolized toughness. She played her senior year where we made it to the finals, um, of the state finals with a torn labrum all year and a broken foot for part of the year. Um, and, and played on that without complaining. Uh, and then led to Sam and Mary Kate Bonani, who are playing at Cornell and Albany now lacrosse-wise, and uh, Beth Bonin, who is down at, uh, at Queens College. Uh, just a mix of basketball kids, hard-nosed athletes, um, but all had, had a, a mission in mind and a drive and, and, and a desire to play on a big stage. And, and those kids all did great things um, to help further the program and continue the tradition that a lot of people um, thought would end after Bree. You know, uh, my assistant coach last year, that was uh, Abby Pano was part of that. Uh, she was a, a point guard with Bree. And, and then uh, after Bree left, continued to, to work with it. Sarah Bowles, who played uh, uh, lacrosse at uh, Colgate. Uh, so many great Carragannett, who was four years with me. She was uh, probably the, the one that, took the biggest because she had to guard Bree every single day for, for a lot of years. So imagine having to do that day after day and still having a positive attitude. Uh, there's so many kids that, uh, you know, you bring that up and think about who have done great things to, to continuously help the program. And to look at where the team is now, just what you could say, I mean, Amani Free comes to mind for me because I've known, I mean, first time I met Amani, she was getting mentored by, Juanita Ward, who played for SU and, and played professionally as well and was in and out of WNBA ranks and playing overseas. And I remember Amani when she stood maybe four foot something tall and she just continued to grow, continued to develop. And, you know, the free family and, and I know her father's, you know, Daryl is always, you know, working with her and and pushing her to be better. Just just what you can say about this year's team. And, you know, first and foremost, to spend some time on Amani because, you know, through my eyes, it's kind of crazy to me to see somebody that had made it on the team. And, you know, here's my cousin Sam and the rest of the girls that had been coming up together. And they're the ones that are, you know, the leaders. And Sam's a new girl. And, or, or pardon me, Amani's a new girl. And she's trying to find her place and trying to find her niche in a few minutes here and there to where she is today. And, I mean, you know, kind of when they say growing up before your eyes, I mean, that's <laughs> that's a truth on my side. So just what you could say about that. Sure. And Amani is a, is, a, is a fantastic player. Um, what kind of separates Amani from uh, a lot of the other good players is that Amani works really, really hard. She's worked on her game all along. As you said, you know, two years ago she was part of that uh, that uh, uh, great team uh, with your cousin. Um, she played an integral role. We were a really short team. She was our, our I guess, our big player uh, at about six foot tall. And then uh, she went uh, down to Long Island for a year to, to – you know, further her game, um, and then came back to us this year, um, and and has been a, a huge part of that. Uh, she's our go-to, and every team needs a go-to player. And, and uh, for many many years, she was a complimentary player, uh, was a, a huge part of it. But you maybe not be the go-to person, um, and has stepped into that role uh, really well this year, uh, flourishing in that role. I love that role, um, but you know, Amani has worked at her craft endlessly. Um, to become very good, but what separates her from other good players, as I said, is that she's got an engine that continues to go. You know, on the court, she keeps working and she keeps working and she keeps working, 
Um, and, and that's what makes her, one of the great assets that he has that makes her a great player. Speaking here with Eric Smith, CNS North Stars girls basketball head coach. Eric, when you see that happen, and like you said, in like Imani's case where she had left for a season, try to you know boost her game and put herself in a different situation and then come back to the team and whatnot, just you know what you could say about developing you know when somebody like Imani is a role player comes in for a little while like you said at that you know at one point six foot tall you know and and you could utilize her as as the person inside to you know be that bigger presence and whatnot to where she is most recently scoring 27 points that helped age you into this championship game for section three class double a I mean just not just Imani's story but you know, stories in general that maybe you could share on the show of somebody that came in as a role player, came in, you know, spending a few minutes, having one or two people in front of them, and then blossomed in, blossomed into a player that you ended up leaning on later on in their career. Sure. I mean, I think I think a lot of players have done that. Most every player has done that. Bree did that. You know, when Bree came in her eighth grade year, she came in and she would block shots and she'd score a couple points here or there. And then you know, that was a year that a Mary Beth Egan and a Morgan Nannan, who were the, the leads, you know, Michaela for a while was a backup to, to Abby and her sister, Abby Timpano and her sister, you know, mentoring that role. And then she stepped into the lead role there. Um, Beth Bonin, you know, was was kind of the compliment to, to Michaela, but uh, was kind of a, a role player leading up to her junior and senior year. Um, Eliz Miles, who kind of was mentored from Bree and watched underneath Bree and then stepped into that role um, her senior year. So I think every kid, um, for the most part, um, you know, last year's team was a little bit different because I had all new players and everybody had to step into uh, a primary role, and that's hard to do. It's 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 uh, so advantageous to, for kids to kind of learn for a year underneath great players and, and uh, see what they do, see how we work, see the things that we expect at CNS that makes champions and uh, um, and I think that's beneficial and then eventually you know you, you, you bide your time you play your role and then you step into the role of being uh, a, a go-to person and in, in the most recent game in the semis for you for your team CNS going up against Liverpool a 66 to 53 win in your favor with Imani Free and with Jessica Cook combining for 47 points of the team, 66. Amani with 27, Jessica with 20. Just, you know, what you could say about that. I mean, they almost, they were six points away from tying the entire Liverpool team. Just, you know, what that's been like for you, what you can say about, you know, free and cook together. And if you feel like it's been a committee, if you look back to the season and point to times and say, you know, there's been other games like this Liverpool game where we've, leaned on you know a couple players or they've had big nights and we went through them and not necessarily always cooking free but you were able to really just lean on certain parts of your team uh cooking free have been the scoring all year um uh, first time we played west tennessee i think they scored all but three points maybe um so those have been our, our big players um but uh, free got hurt part way through the year and didn't play the second west tennessee game and I think uh, the players and I really realized then that we needed other people to step up to to play a bigger part. And, and since that point in time, we've had other kids who have um, amped their game up a little bit, stepped up, um, scoring here or there, uh, but also other things, you know, being poised at the ball, 
uh, when they try to take Jess or Armani away, it frees up some of the other kids um, to, to knock down shots from the outside or to, to catch the ball in the post. And, and you know, if, when you are a complimentary player and play with really good people, uh, it's kind of nice because you're going to have open opportunities to score because they're working, um, especially at the high school level, two and three people on star players that free up others to to be free to, to shoot shots, to attack the baskets, and uh, um, make a difference. And when we go back to that first game that you played West Genesee, you have West Genesee in the championship, and that game is going to be Sunday, March 4th now at 9 a.m. Eastern time, the Carrier Dome. When you hosted West Jenny at the beginning of the season, like you had brought up, uh, Amani and Jessica had combined for 55 of the team's 58 points. They together outscored West Genesee by two. Just, you know, going back to that first game against West Genesee and what you took away from that game. And then at the same point, you know, to be able to say that two of your players together had done better than the entire West Genesee crew by two points in a very, very closely matched game that first time around. Yeah, it, that game was it, it was tentative by both teams uh, for the entire game. It was it's an early season game, and both teams are trying to to find their way, find what works for them. Players are trying to find their roles. Um, both teams are still developing and figuring out what works best for them. So you can't take much from that game, um, other than you know we were lucky enough to, to have more points than them. Um, both teams have grown significantly since then. Um, so it, it was it was it was a different type of game because both teams nobody was really uh, going at it. it was more um, who wanted to lose more than who wanted to win. And we look at the the second time around for yourselves and West Genesee who will meet each other in this championship game once again when you went to West Genesee at 58-38 loss lost by 20 to West Jenny in a game where obviously the Amani free factor not there just had 15 points in the game to lead your side just what you took away from that second game that obviously happened later here in the season and you know back on January 16th uh, they, 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 they whipped us pretty good. Uh, they outworked us. They outplayed us. They outscored us. They outed everything us. Um, we, we didn't, uh, and we had just learned, uh, earlier in the day that Amani wasn't going to play so that, you know, there's some emotional factor to it there, but, uh, uh, you gotta be ready to play every single game. And, and we learned from that, that obviously Amani is a big part of our team, but the rest of the kids are as well. And, and we need them to continue to really step up their game and, and uh, we learned a lot, uh, but uh, they took it to us, and hats off to them. Uh, they deserved to win, and 20 was nice. Um, they called off the dogs early enough, so it could have been 30 or 40. So we look at this this game where we're at right now for CNS, for your team, speaking with Eric Smith, CNS North Stars girls basketball head coach, before we close out here on this special with Eric Smith going into that Section 3 Class AA championship game in the tournament. You went through FM and then moved on through Liverpool to get to where you are right now, had a bye in round one. Just what you could say about facing West Genesee for the third time. You bested them at home, they bested you at their home, and now you're going to be at the Carrier Dome on neutral court, and it's number one versus number two, you being number one, them being number two. This is the third time around to, to give that tiebreaker and, and show you know which team's going to come out with it. Just what you can say about this game being one versus two and being the third outing for 
both of the, you know, for you and West Genesee to go up against one another, knowing that they got you, you got them, and, and here you are on neutral court going after it one more time. Well, I guess it's it's fitting. It's uh, As a basketball fan, this is what you want to have, the two best teams during the regular season facing off. Um, you know, the storyline gets better as we each beat each other once, so, you know, this is kind of the deciding factor. Um, for me, it's, it's really neat that the kids get an opportunity to play in the Dome. Um, I tell the kids all the time, this is why we work hard to be able to play in games like this. You know, throughout the season, wins and losses really are not that relevant. The relevancy comes uh, at playoff time, and we've done our job to make it to this point, and they've done their job to make it to this point, um, and, and it should be a fun game. And, you know, just what you can say about the other, st- the other side of this matchup, you know, head coach Stafford Spreeder, the, you know, the group, uh, obviously what, what West Jenny can do, uh, Maya Case, Mackenzie Smith, Madison Smith, and so on and so forth. A big game most recently by Haley Collins. Just what you can say about what's on the other side and, and the coach on the other side as well as you head into this matchup. Uh, Stafford's a great guy, great coach. Um, I respect him greatly. Um, he gets his team ready to play. They play hard. Um, he's got a talented group of kids that uh, play well together. have gotten better throughout the course of the year. Um, create mismatches uh, and throughout their lineup they're a big uh, team an active team a pretty good, a very good shooting team um, so we have our, our work cut out for us but uh, uh, it'll be fun we're excited about the opportunity that coming from Eric Smith and finally for you Eric what it means to be a North Star how would you define a North Star as you go into the biggest game of your season up to this point what should the community know about what it takes to be and what it is to be a CNS North Star uh, you know, we pride ourselves on playing defense, um, playing hard every single day, uh, being a great teammate, and above all else, being a great person. Uh, eventually, we all end up not playing basketball or coaching basketball, and we leave our legacy on, on what type of person we are, how many people we've helped, um, and, and what we do, the positive things we do throughout our life. So that's, you know, the biggest thing is that I try to transfer, the rest of our coaching staff tries to transfer, CNS tries to transfer to the kids that, uh, um, we're blessed to be able to play the game of basketball, um, blessed to be able to play at the Dome. But uh, the more lives we can touch positively w- with our sport, um, the better off our world's going to be. That coming from Eric Smith, head coach of CNS, the girls' basketball team, getting set for that championship game this Sunday, March 4th at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Eric, as always, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I look forward to talking with you very soon, and thank you for those kind words of being a good person in the community above everything else. We appreciate it very much. No problem. Thanks, Dan. All right, take care. Have a good day. You too.